Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. Let's talk outdoor mindfulness. Outdoor mindfulness is something that I have been exploring in like intentionally for probably the last few months. I was exposed to it or introduced to it back in May 2019. And that was through an experience uh, with Airbnb down in the the Twin Cities uh, with a forest bathing. And that was actually hosted by a a forest therapist. Those things exist. Um, And it was, for me, like to do it, it was something different. Um, By then I had um, kind of burned out from work a little bit and needed to get away for a weekend and needed something to, like wanted something to do something different you know to get out of town and at that point I saw forest bathing and I was like well if I if I'm taking a bath in my in my birthday suit in nature that's fine too I, I guess we'll see what it is and it turned out the forest bath was not um, what you may or may not expect it's idea like at its core it's immersing yourself in the forest you know kind of um kind of like the forest is water um and it's experiencing the forest in a in a different way so um i had a really it was a 2 hour experience i had a really good time like I had, a, I had a really good like I just I felt different coming out of the woods and it was it was everything that the the forest therapist said it was going to be it it really really was and um that experience just kind of hung out in the back burner like sometimes when you're not ready for sometimes when you're not ready for things you can just kind of let them you can let those experiences just kind of you know sit and simmer maybe in like on a back burner and I knew it was there I just never really pursued it so flash forward um even the late spring of 2020 I knew well I didn't know I uh I listened to that Disney December podcast from Strong Fit and Julian had recommended you know disney december so get out go for a walk nothing fast outside if you can you know listening to disney princesses and that's that's how i started uh walking outside like i just felt better and to say like that's how i started walking outside this not entirely true when i was in high school i would walk rain shine snow sleet just about every day with my mom around literally around the entire town that I grew up in and so to get back into just a daily practice of literally like not going out and trying to walk the fastest just literally just getting out in into an outdoor space if that makes sense uh, outside into an outdoor space and that's how I got re like that's how my outside outdoor stuff kind of got reinvigorated. So spending most of my days outside in some way, shape or form, 
um, really got that back burner, um, you know, outdoor mindfulness experience really kind of pulled that up to the forefront and just going through 2020, there was such a, there was such a change and there was such like a need and a, and a light, you know, shown on like mental health and what are we going to do to like, you know, help ourselves and help each other. And it just became evident, like, you know, sitting down, like, what is my, there's so many ways to do it. What is my, what is a way that I can, I can contribute, I can help, I can, I can offer as a tool because not every tool is going to help everybody in the same way. So you got to have different tools for different people and outdoor mindfulness really like that. It was like a knowing it was just like resonated with me. So I started exploring that a little bit more and just the fact of, of getting out into nature is so easily accessible physically psychologically it's not necessarily the case you know I mean people just you know just like people put themselves in tracks someday you grow up and then all of a sudden like you're an adult and there's things that you can't do anymore it's breaking that belief you know um and I it's I had to do it I had to do it too so while getting outside it is easy. You literally just walk outside for a lot of, for a lot of people, a lot of adults, especially getting outside. Like it, it is secretly like very intimidating because people feel like they should be doing something. They feel like people should be looking, uh, someone, you know, people are going to be outside. Everybody else knows what they're doing except for them. And then everybody else is going to just know that they don't know what they're doing. And they're like trying something for the first time. The most people feel that way I have found and I have felt that way too. So like, I get it. Just remind yourself, nobody cares. Nobody does care. No one cares, right? You go outside and it's that one psychological barrier that, you know, I'm going to walk outside and while the benefits of just literally being outside in the sunshine are infinite, the fact that people think that, well, I need to be able to, I need to do something and I need to be able to be good at that right away. And, you know, you just, you just overthink literally going outside, putting your bare feet in grass and like looking at the sun or like facing towards the sun. Don't look at the sun. Um, because you think people, you know, because, you know, you think people are going to think you're crazy and they don't care. They're actually probably going to look at you and be like, I wish I could be doing that right now because they're off doing whatever. Right. So I, I'm exploring this idea of making something that I know about that I feel passionate about accessible to more people. Right. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come. So got very fortunate and I'm a, like, I'm a part of Toastmasters. I feel comfortable speaking in front of people. I'm not, like we said, like we said before, I'm not super polished, but I'm very comfortable. And 
a lot of times that's that's all you need. Reps are gonna make you better, right? When I first started coaching, I wasn't even though I was I wasn't afraid to stand in front of people and coach them in CrossFit, I needed to get reps underneath my belt and I and as those opportunities came, I got better at it. So same thing with outdoor mindfulness, same thing. It's it's just a matter of starting and as you start and you do it it's going to get better it's going to get a lot cleaner so outdoor mindfulness it is literally going outside into as deep of nature as you feel comfortable and allowing yourself to just observe it in a way that is different it if you can find one moment one literal moment of peace and stillness outside in nature, then you have achieved outdoor mindfulness. There's no minimum time limit. There's no deepness into, you know, there's no like far away from society and like deepness into nature. Outdoor mindfulness can literally look like walking outside your back door putting your bare feet in your lawn, like on your lawn, in your grass, and just standing there for 10 seconds. You don't even have to be in bare feet. You can just be outside. You can be outside on your step and find outdoor mindfulness and and be practicing outdoor mindfulness. Like there's no barrier to, there's really no barrier to to entry to practice outdoor mindfulness. And, And it is, it's, Outdoor mindfulness is based on a practice. So approaching it from that perspective, like there's no where, quote unquote, where to get. It's you're just practicing. Um, Or outdoor mindfulness could look like, you know, walking the Appalachian Trail by yourself uh, and being gone for, for months at a time and not seeing another human being. Like that's, those are very far ends of the outdoor mindfulness spectrum. The important part of outdoor mindfulness is is the intent, right? The energy that you bring. Um, it's not going outside to achieve anything. I'm not going outside to find this thing that exists. I'm going outside to practice. And looking at it like that takes a lot of pressure off. I have found in many situations, if you just look at something as though it's a practice, it's a lot easier to give yourself grace on not having to be perfect, right? Not having to just nail whatever you've never done before right out of the gate. So let's talk a little bit about what my practice looks like. And my practice is going to be different than than yours potentially, or you can use it as a guide to start exploring on your own. Um, so I generally practice forest bathing when I'm not outside walking. Like that's another kind of an active meditation that I use is just walking, right? Just going for a walk. That's, that's like my, my daily mindfulness practice. And I would say right now it's not quite weekly, but I would like to develop a weekly practice at least of like 
forest bathing, getting into getting into nature, getting into the woods. As I like to call it getting into the woods. So when I get into the woods, um, I give myself these invitations and that's what forest bathing is, is based on is these, it's these invitations that honestly, what they do is they, they give you something to do. Like they give your mind something to do, but in a way that allows you to observe and like, um, it just allows you to observe nature in a, in a different way. You get to use all five senses and at that same time, it's not like you're sitting under a tree waiting for enlightenment to find you. You are physically doing something. So like you're, like I said, your mind is, is um, satisfied. And at the same time, it's in such a way that it allows you to observe nature and really kind of get the, um, get the benefits of immersing yourself into the forest without, without it being passive. And it's a really great way to start, you know, start, um, start reaping the benefits of, of nature, honestly, and, and finding that, uh, and, and also, um, bolstering your, you know, your mental health. So I go into the woods and the first thing I do normally generally, usually, is I will just ground myself, right? I will just, I will not go into the woods and I, maybe I'm in the parking lot, maybe I'm wherever, but I'm not like doing anything. And I, I just feel the ground underneath my feet, you know, and I, I just take a couple like deep breaths, you know, focus on a a longer exhale than inhale. If you can breathe through your nose, awesome. And I, I just take a few breaths and just like set an intention. Like, okay, I'm here and I'm going to, you know, do whatever. Um, whatever your intention is for the day. Like, hey, I'm going to go into the woods. I'm going to come out when I'm ready, you know. And the next thing I, I will do is I will find a rock. Um, if there are no rocks around, I'll find something. I'll find a stick or a leaf or something. And, you know, you just kind of look around and, and if you feel something calling to you, you know, like you want to get quiet and you want to, you want to pay attention. So all of this might sound a little bit out there and it is, it's different than, it, it, it's different than like the perceived rat race. It's different than like the perceived idea of like society, right? So that same voice that tells you that like, just pick any rock. That's that, that's the voice you're trying to take a break from. So I invite you to take on a slower, more more of a looking at nature as an entity versus a a thing that supports what you got going on, right? If you look at nature as a partner, 
in this, in this outdoor mindfulness, it's really going to change the way that you feel, right? And if you're not there yet, that's fine. The practice will, the practice will eventually, you know, you'll be working towards that. And it's not that I'm doing it 100% right either, but I'm going to tell you that the way that I explain forest bathing, it might sound, it might sound out there and just know that that, that piece of you that's very critical of, of this, that's, that's the voice that when you're ready, you are going to want to take a break from for a little while. And then that's what outdoor mindfulness will allow. So I find a rock that calls to me. Like, I don't hear anything, but like, I see a rock. Hey, that's cool. Grab that one. Um, and I hold it in my hand. And I get to know it. You know, I like get to know the texture. I get to know the weight of it. I like, you know, get to kind of feel the energy of it. I I get that it's a rock, but like, if you've already gone down the path of you, you're picking up a rock that like you're interested in or calls to you, then you're probably like okay with the idea that that rock has energy. So you just take a couple moments and you like get to know it, and. Normally, there is, you know, there's something on my mind, right? There's some, not like anxiety necessarily or like worry that I have, but there's something, you know, like there's something that's kind of, that I'm chewing on that I I would like to get some relief from by going into nature, right? Like that's, that's a thing. So um, I give it to the rock. I asked the rock, hey, will you take this worry, concern, thought, stress? Will you take this from me for for the time that I'm in the I'm in the woods and I will come out and I'll take it back. But will you take it just for this time in the woods? And then give that brain space, give that bandwidth give that energy over literally like try to give it over in your mind like through your hands into that rock and then set it down when you're done thank it obviously and now you're ready to go into the woods a little more grounded a little less weighted down by by worry and concern And when I go into the woods, I give myself two or three invitations. Um, Like I said before, an invitation is exactly that. It's an invitation to do something. So, for example, uh, an example invitation would be to walk through the woods and observe everything that is touching something else. So I, it doesn't work everywhere. When I go into woods, it works very well. But you look at these trees and all these trees look separate from each other. 
and you look up and you can see how they're all connected. You know, there's branches crossing over one another and there's, you know, this tree is connected to this tree through this other tree and you see that you might see, hey, this squirrel is jumping from one tree to another. That counts. Um, and I give myself 20 minutes to walk maybe the length of a football field, maybe a little bit further. And just observe every connection between trees. Now that invitation might sound a like it might sound uncomfortable and we already talked about that no one cares no one cares at all like worst case scenario someone's walking and they're they're gonna be like are you okay like are like are you physically okay are you like maybe you hit your head maybe you're confused and if you just say no no I'm good they will be like oh cool and then go on their way or okay, well, what are you doing? And you like, that's an opportunity to be like, maybe they need, maybe they need, you know, an introduction to outdoor mindfulness. And that's why they're talking to you. You know, outdoor people just like are super cool people and they just want to get to know other outdoor people. So a lot of times you see a couple people on a trail you want to get to know them because you may or may not see them on a trail again in the future and like you want to develop that relationship. So taking like a, or like expecting positive intention behind interactions is, is going to be a lot more helpful than thinking that people are going to think that you're crazy. Right. So, um, so that's the invitation is, is literally walking maybe 200 yards over the course of 20 minutes and looking for every connection that exists between all of the living things in the forest. Um, another invitation that I really like, uh, this one, that one's a moving one. This one's more stationary. It's pretend that you are a photographer and you, it's your job to find the perfect picture, the perfect frame. So walk to somewhere, find it, and then observe every detail of that frame. And you can sit there for 10 minutes, you could sit there for 20 minutes, you could sit there for... 30 minutes and just observe every shade of color, observe every thing that's moving, observe every, everything that's every piece of life, you know, how does it change over the course of those 10 minutes? Do your colors change? Do the, does life, uh, do, do life forms kind of come in and come out? So do you see squirrels run through? Do you see birds run through or fly through? Um, so that's an example of a more stationary invitation. And to come out of the woods, I usually give myself a journal prompt. So this is kind of the only time that I sit, I sit in like in the woods. So I'm not sitting under a tree, like I said, waiting for enlightenment to find me. I am just finding a place, maybe under a tree, maybe around a tree, maybe on a bench, wherever, 
and I, I give myself a journal prompt. Um, a couple really good ones for, especially when you're starting is write a letter and you can write a letter to anybody and you don't have to send it. Uh, a couple people that I, I, I like giving that invitation to write a letter to is either your past self at a certain, either at a certain age or like a certain number of years ago or someone or write something to yourself in the future. Like same thing, either 10 years from now or at a certain age. And you take as much time as you want and you can like, you can bring a pen and paper. I bring a pen and paper and write, you know, and it, and if you're like me, I do more thinking than writing, but I, I do write. Um, or you can just, you can just literally sit there and kind of consider. And when you're ready with all of these invitations, you don't move on until you're ready. And then when you're ready, you like proceed, right? Um, then I come out of the woods. And when I, when I did the, the forest bathing experience, it, it included a tea ceremony and that tea ceremony, it's really, it's, it's like, it's kind of like having coffee after church, you know, or having, um, like in the guard, having, you know, going out to Buffalo Wild Wings and having a beer after drill. It's, it's just, it's a time to take part in like community and shared experiences. And, um, as humans, we're really good at like building that camaraderie and community over like beverages, hot beverages or cold beverages or whatever. So, uh, having tea. So a lot of times I'll just like, I have a really good mug that I got from Caribou and I will make tea really hot, go out, um, to the, to the woods, go out to the park. And then by the time I come back, it's still warm enough to like, I don't know, enjoy and like kind of let everything kind of soak in. So that's an example of, of a session. Um, the thing about outdoor, outdoor mindfulness is it is always available. Just like a home gym though, sometimes you need someone to like give you permission or give you something to do because like you don't want to be responsible for being in charge, you know, of this session. And that's where guided experiences are super, super valuable. It's valuable as like a, Hey, I, I really don't know what to do. And I'd love to just see it for the first time. Perfect for a guided experience. If you just literally want to, if you want to like be a part of a group or, or just be, or just not be in charge of the session. That's another really good reason to, to have a guided experience. Um, and that's what I'm doing. Like, that's what I'm trying to, like, that's what I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting experience in being a guide. I've, I've done outdoor mindfulness. I've practiced outdoor mindfulness. It's not like a a do, it's a, uh, it's not like an achieve, like, Oh, I did X amount of times or it, it it's an evolving practice. It's exactly like yoga. 
it's exactly like like there's no mastery of it it's just it's a practice so i've practiced um with by myself enough where i feel comfortable guiding and a big part of guiding is understanding the energy of the people that are you're guiding and giving them a phenomenal experience and that's that's what i focus on I don't focus on the doctrine of what a forest bath looks like. I focus on what do the people need to have a wonderful experience today? Because if you have a wonderful experience today, then you're going to want to have another one of those. So that's what I've been doing with the, with Nature of the North, really developing that perfect session. Like, what does that perfect session look like? And the thing about a perfect session is that it is so vastly different from group to group. It's what is that feeling? So, outdoor mindfulness. It is always accessible. Sometimes guided. And it's ready for you when you, when you're ready for it. So there's going to be guided experiences available, pre-planned through Nature of the North here in in Fargo. I am up to. I am like I am pursuing uh, guiding just in general. So if you're interested in anything that I had said in this podcast, just reach out to me via social media or 9.4.coaching at gmail.com. And we can, we can talk a little bit more about what a guided experience would look like. We can talk a little bit more about what, like what a unguided, but um, like I can help you plan a session. Like I can help you get out into nature, um, especially if you're not in the Fargo-Moorhead area. We can kind of chat about that. If nothing else, I, if if this episode, if you're hanging on, gets you to put bare feet in your lawn or in a park and kind of face the sun, feel the wind, it's worth it. It's 100% worth it. So um, I look forward to you spreading the, you know, the word of outdoor mindfulness and and making it truly super, super appealing and super, super accessible. So I will talk to you next time. Thanks.